Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Reframe It Mindset Motivation Podcast, stress reduction through positive storytelling. My name is Erica R. Meyer, creator of Reframe It Mindset Motivation, and your host and storyteller for this podcast. Remember, in each episode, you are the main character, and I drop you in the middle of a challenging or potentially stress-inducing scene or scenario, and I guide you toward practicing positive mindset, positive action, or reframing. So without further ado, let's step into this week's story, The Church Steps. It seemed to come out of nowhere. You were so intensely focused on walking down the city block as briskly as possible, already running late for a scheduled pickup of a gourmet food basket for a friend's birthday, when you suddenly step on a bottle of hand lotion that's rolled under your feet. You come down hard on the thick plastic tube, it cracking and splattering bright yellow oily liquid all over the path in front of you, knocking you off kilter just enough to startle you, but not quite enough that you can't regain your balance. Your shoes though, unfortunately brand new, are covered with a slimy substance. And before you have a chance to reach into your bag for a napkin, a woman comes charging at you with several napkins of her own. Oh no, oh no, are you okay? You didn't hurt yourself, did you? The woman appears to be in her late 30s, early 40s. And just behind her, you see her purse overturned on concrete stairs. Its contents splayed everywhere. It's only then that you notice you are standing in front of an opulent-looking cathedral. I was just about to walk into that church when my purse strap broke, she says. I'm so sorry. Let me help you. You take the napkins from her, swiftly wiping off as much of the lotion as you can. It's fine. It's fine, you say. I'm not hurt. But let me help you gather up your stuff before you lose anything else. You pick up the broken pieces of the bottle and toss them into a nearby trash can before bending down to grab other items. Lipsticks, a hairbrush, a water bottle, a cell phone. And then your fingers land on an unusual item, a 5 by 7 picture frame. It's glass, another apparent casualty. Although through the cracks, you can still make out an image of two children laughing. Oh gosh, did that break too? She asks seeing the picture in your hand. She takes the frame from you and you notice she looks troubled. You scan the area and it seems all of her belongings have been accounted for. The woman is now sitting on the stairs trying to put everything back in its place. You glance at your watch. You really need to get going. I just wanted to pop in really fast for my best friend. This was us when we were kids, she starts to say, holding up the frame. I'm of a different faith, but it always makes me feel closer to her when I light a candle for her at the church she called home. She gestures to the immaculate building, and you feel it undeniably appropriate and necessary to sit with her. She pulls out another napkin, delicately, almost absent-mindedly, touching up spots on your shoes you seem to have missed. Where is she now? you ask. Your friend. Oh, she passed away unexpectedly a couple years ago, she responds. But whenever I'm at a bit of a personal crossroad, coming here to a place where she was always so present, 
makes me feel like she's still close by, listening, giving me advice, steering me in the right direction. A personal crossroad, you say. That sounds serious. She takes a deep breath and looks at you. You can tell she's contemplating how much more she wants to disclose. Then, she looks down and begins to explain. It is pretty serious. My best friend and I opened a business together years ago, but the truth is, my heart is just not in it anymore. Ever since she passed, I just wanted to move on to something else, but letting go of the place also feels like I'm letting her down. I think maybe I came here today to seek her blessing, to sell it. The details start to click in your head, and you scoot back slightly, getting a better look at her face. You're Diane, you say. Her eyes widen. I am, she says carefully. How did you know that? I think it's your shop I'm heading to now to pick up a gift basket. The gourmet food shop down the street, that's your place, isn't it? I think I remember your picture from the store website. Diane shakes her head and covers her face with her hands. I'm so embarrassed, she says. Wow, my goodness, what are the chances? Look, just because my heart is not in the business anymore doesn't mean the quality of my gift baskets are any less. I'll even be happy to discount yours for you. Just ignore everything I just said. You chuckle a little. Diane, you don't need to discount my basket at all. I'm sure it's fine. But let's do this. Let's go inside and light that candle for your best friend. I'll go in with you, and you can tell me all about her. Days later, you receive a surprise package in the mail. New shoes, identical to the ones you were wearing the day you met Diane. And in the box, you find a note that reads, Thank you again for listening that day. You were truly a godsend. And I invite you to come by my shop again soon. Not for a new order, though, but rather to check out the big for sale sign in the window. Here's to new adventures. Sincerely, Diane. And with that, it's time to leave today's story and to step into the next segment. A deeper dive into the message of this episode where I present you a few questions for reflection. An opportunity to consider how you might actively apply the story's message to your day-to-day life. But before we get to the reflection questions, I wanted to point out a new little thing in the show notes. In this section of the podcast, if you've been a regular listener for the past few weeks, you know this is where I put an ad for something that I am affiliated with. And of course, if you ever chose to purchase whatever product or service is advertised in this space, that means that you have also monetarily supported this show. But I also realize that not every product or service that I talk about is one that you might be interested in. But there may still be some of you out there that want to support the show. If that is you, you will always be able to find a link in the show notes where you can support the show directly. If you have any questions about that, you can email me at info at Now, on to the reflection questions. Question 1. When you face a potentially life-changing or career-altering decision, do you seek any outside guidance? Where or who do you turn to? 
Question 2. In the story, you are in a hurry, but still feel compelled to sit and listen to the woman on the stairs. In what ways did choosing not to rush off benefit you and the woman? Question 3. The woman says she is of a different faith, but still continues to honor her best friend at her friend's place of worship. Have you ever done anything similar? Why or why not? Question 4. Is there someone in your life right now who needs your listening ear? And finally, the question I always ask. What would you have done differently? If you found yourself in this exact scenario, what different positive action would you have taken? And friends, that fully concludes this week's episode. For more tools for everyday stress reduction, be sure to check out reframeitmindsetmotivation.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I also invite you to email me at info at and tell me more about any challenging situation in your life and how you chose to reframe it.